we're going to go ahead on and get started. We're going to open up in prayer. So, Father, we thank you for just this day, God. Thank you for this teaching. I thank you, Father, that you did not leave us without a weapon. You did not leave us clueless. You said for us not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And God, you have given us your word from Genesis to Revelation to help us to understand that we are in warfare. We are in warfare that when we accepted your son into our life as our personal savior, we became a target for the enemy. So God, I pray by the blood of your son Jesus that as this teaching goes forth, that you would uncover, that God, you would expose how the enemy works. And as we continue this teaching, God, that everyone that listens will be stronger in their walk with you. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm gonna get started. This teaching is not for unbelievers. And the reason why is because Satan already has you. So as you can see, the topic of the teaching is there is spiritual warfare on earth. But there are some people who don't believe that Satan is real. Then there are some people who don't believe in hell. So if you don't believe that Satan is real, and if you don't believe that there is a hell, then this teaching is not for you because you're not gonna be able to receive it. The enemy has done everything he can to keep this teaching from going forth. So I'm gonna ask um, BTW if you would continue to pray for me as I bring forth this, this message. Um, if I lose my voice, I'm gonna keep moving until I just can't talk no more because Satan will not he will not get the victory and the glory. So as I said before, this message is for those who have accepted Christ into the life as your personal savior. If you have not, what we're going to do before we get started, we're gonna ask Christ to come into our hearts. I'm going to place this prayer. Uh, Minister Taylor, Pastor Kim, if you would put the website up for everyone to have it, I will be placing this prayer on the website. So if you have not accepted Christ into your life as your personal savior, I'd like for you to pray this prayer. And I'm going to give you scripture so that you can understand that this salvation is of God, is not of man. And it the enemy will try to come and tell you that you're not saved, but he's a lie. So repeat after me. I believe Jesus Christ died and rose again the third day. I confess my sins and believe in my heart, Jesus is Lord, Romans 10, 9 and 10. I now declare, and I want you to say it boldly, I now declare that Christ is the head over all rulers and authorities that have been sent against me. Minister Taylor, take off the rest of it and just put in btwministries.org so that people won't be confused. So I now declare that Christ is the head over all rulers and authorities that God that has been sent against me. Colossians 2.10. My life is now hidden with Christ. The blood of Jesus has canceled every, and say every, every hostile decree made by Satan that was sent against me. It is now taken out of the way and is nailed to the cross. Colossians 2, 14. 
The members of my earthly body are now dead to immortality, immorality, impurity, passions, evil desires, and greed. I am now reconciled to the fleshly body of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I may stand before the Father holy, blameless, and beyond reproach. Colossians 1.21 I put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. I put on the unconditional love of Christ. I choose to forgive those who have offended me, as Christ also have forgiven me of my sins. Colossians 3, 12 through 13, putting those things behind, I press toward the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 14, I look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. John 5, 11, 12, and 13 says, and this is the record that God have given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son, he that hath the Son have life. He that does not have the Son does not have life. These things have I written unto you that you may know that you have eternal life. So welcome to the family of God if you said this prayer. And I will make sure that it's on the website. I'll put it on there today so that you can see it. And if you need to, to pray it, if you missed a couple of parts, you can go back and you can have the scripture to follow up. Do not let the enemy tell you that you are not saved. If you've confessed your sins and you repent, meaning I'm turning away from it, then you have salvation. Welcome to the family of God. Satan is the enemy of the creator of heaven and earth. He is the enemy of the divine. He brought to this earth many portals of sin beginning with pride, covetousness, deception, and murder. Those were the first entrance of Satan's tools, of his portals. You're gonna hear that word portal throughout this study. And that portal means an entry or doorway the enemy, that the enemy has come in. So if he came in, he may have come in through pride. He may have came in through covetousness. Those are called strongholds. Now the manifestation of pride is control. See, I'm too proud for to let you control me. But the root of it, the stronghold of it is pride. But the manifestation of it is could be control. It could be manipulation. That's a part of the Jezebel spirit. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. Now, last week we talked, we read in Ezekiel and we talked about the condition of Satan and how he came about and, and what his task was while he was here on earth. We're going to talk about his fall today, and we're coming from Isaiah 14, 12 through 17. Isaiah 14, 12 through 17. And I am reading from the KJV. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nation? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit upon the mount of the congregation 
in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. You shall be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit, that they see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, is this the man that has made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms? that made the world a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof. Therefore, that opened not the house of his prisoners. So we're going to go and we're going to explain each verse and what it means. Remember, when I go through explaining the scriptures, it's I'm coming from maybe a theologian perspective, but also how you can apply this to your life. The word of God is not just a history book to read. It's so that we can apply to our, to our life so that it can manifest a change, manifest a change, a change in our life. We are in a spiritual warfare. This world, this nation, the plague, Satan has upped his antics because his time on this earth is very short. God is coming back and he's coming back soon. And he's coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle. Who is that church? That church is made of a congregate of believers. Those who are kingdom warriors who are walking in the will and the way of God. It is not just one a particular church. It is a believers of Christ. It is that remnant. It is that remnant pocket here, that remnant pocket there, that remnant pocket here. It is the remnant that is coming together and God is coming for his church. So Satan knows that his time is short and he's up this antic. Look at the world now. You can't trust anybody. You can't trust the church. You can't trust the government. You can't trust your wife. You can't trust your husband. You can't trust your children. You can't trust anybody. Everybody is out to kill, steal, and destroy because they are being used by the enemy because the enemy is their father. So let's look at his fall. Verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which did weakest the nation? That word fallen, to fall means you have to have started in some type of place of heights. His place in the east has fallen. He no longer shines. When Satan fell, he took a third of the angels with him, those who believed in what he was doing. Number two, the word heaven, fallen from heaven. This means that was Satan's original plan of habitation. That was his original plan of habitation. Lucifer, the word Lucifer was a name that was given to him and it means morning star, light bringing, light bearer, son of the morning. He was so arrogant, he wanted to take God's name, son of the morning. He wanted to be like God, but he's only a counterfeit of the holiness of Christ. Satan can never ever duplicate the holiness and the righteousness of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And no, people will tell you um, Jesus and Satan were brothers. That is a lie. Don't believe that lie. That, that, that's a false philosophy. That is an, an occult belief and don't buy into it. That is a lie of the enemy. There was a question that was proposed in this verse. The question was, how art thou cut down to the ground? 
being cut is an act of violence. It is to sever something that it was attached to. You go to the doctor and you get a you get a limb cut off because it was attached to your body, or you get your tonsils cut out because it was attached to your throat. You get your hair cut off because it was attached to other parts. There was something that it was attached to. Satan was attached to, and he was cut down to the ground. He wasn't just cut off. He was cut down to the ground. That means he was repositioned to the earth. He lost his heavenly position because of his pride. He was a part of the original design, and it was the intention of God for Satan to be positioned in the heavens. But his pride came before the destruction. Remember that. When you're dealing with somebody who is prideful, with somebody who is arrogant, when somebody who is boastful, you are dealing in a somebody who cannot admit to wrong. Somebody who is controlling. You are dealing with a portal from Satan. That person, you are not dealing with that holy person. And if, it's, if it is a person of Christ, if it is your brother and your sister in Christ, and you need to pray for them and you need to talk to that enemy and let that enemy know, I rebuke you Satan, sister, I love you in the name of Jesus Christ, but I'm having to rebuke that enemy that's using you to attack me. So in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you Satan. And if she gets mad or he gets mad, then let him be mad. Let them go on and do what they want to do. Because if they're not receiving that they are allowing the enemy to use them to attack you or to use them in any other situation and you're coming alongside of them as a brother and sister in Christ, then you let them go. Because if you stay with that attachment to them, that enemy can hijack you. And we're going to talk about hijacking. We're going to talk about transferring spirits. We're going to talk about tormenting spirits. We're going to talk about those so that you can have a full understanding. I don't know how long this teaching is going to go on. It could be through the year of 2021, but I'm not going to finish until God says it's done. And you prayer warriors that's out there, pray for me because the enemy doesn't want this word to get out. But every Sunday that I come on to give this word, it is to strengthen you and to open your eyes, give you discernment so that you can know that you are in warfare, but you have the victory. Understand that the victory is already yours. Okay, so not number five, the fall of Satan. He weakened the nation. The nation was damaged and is damaged. The deterioration of this, of this nation as we see it now is because of Satan, because he is the prince of darkness. If you notice a lot of the, the majority of the things that take place, criminal activities is in the dark. Right? He is a prince of darkness. His mission was to get all the glory that belonged to God. He wanted the worship that belongs to God. He wanted mankind to be dedicated to him. And his first strategy, and I want you to understand this, Satan's first strategy is to gain control of man's mind. Mankind, not gender specific. Satan's first strategy is to gain control of man's mind. Verse number 13, for he has said in his heart, where did he say it? In his heart. See, the, out of the heart flows the abundance of life. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Out of the heart, 
If you want to know the intents of a person, you watch their action. If their action is foul, then their heart is foul and darkened. See, people say, well, you got a soft heart or you've got a, you know, a mushy heart or you've got a whatever. Great. I'd rather have a soft heart than a dark heart. I'd rather have a heart that's after Christ than a heart that gives in to the wiles of the enemy. Because see, when even if a person comes along and they say, well, you got played, right? You can't, you can't play a child of God because if something allows, if something is occurred, it's because God has allowed it to occur. God has set and positioned a child of God in front of you. And if you cannot see that this is a child of God, a woman of God, a man of God, a, 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 child, a, a, a child of God, woman, wife, man, husband, and you want to take advantage of that kindness, you want to take advantage of that weakness or that not not weakness you want to take advantage of that kindness advantage of of that compassionate in, the, in that person's heart and then you want to say well you got played there was no playing because you can't get to me unless god gives you permission to see when you're a child of god there is a shield of protection that's over you satan has to get permission just like he did with job satan has to get to permission to come and seek you out so as we do this in the name of jesus and we go forth we know that we're covered by the blood so if we're operating in the realms of christ if we're operating under what thus said the lord don't worry about what people do don't worry about what people say because one day they're going to have to give an account to god and how they treated you they're going to have to stand before God and give an account of how they treated you. You make sure that what you do lines up with, with the word of God. Let's go on. Verse, six, verse 13. He has said in his heart, I will ascend. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Satan purposed in his heart five declarations and we're going to go through them. Number one. I will ascend into heaven. This is an indication that he had been cast down and now he wanted to go up to the glory of God. He wanted to ascend back into the heavens. Number two, I will exalt my throne above the stars. Satan wanted his throne to be above God. 